Welcome to the Banega Swast India podcast. Our focus this season is one health, one planet, one future. Our aim is health for all and leaving no one behind because only a swast bharat is a sampann bharat. I'm Ambika Singh Kama and today we will be talking about one of our key focus areas that is leaving no one behind. On December 15th New Delhi hosted the first ever National Transgender Awards that aims to build a more inclusive society where transgenders find equal opportunities and are not discriminated against. Taking the conversation forward, today we will hear from some of the change makers from the community and others who have been working for the betterment of the community in different capacities. Lakshmi Narayan Tripathi has been fighting for the rights of the trans community for nearly 25 years. She explains how one of the biggest fill-up to the trans movement came in form of a court judgment in the National Legal Services Authority, the Nalsa versus Union of India case in 2014, which recognized transgender people as the third gender. This gave the trans community a distinct legal identity. In 2014 when the Nalsa judgment came and from there till 2021 even the facing the corona pandemic everything has been a topsy turvy but to tell you that the government and uh, under the leadership of a prime minister narendra ji modi ji uh, we have a transgender act we have a transgender policy we have so many things which we never had this year is the 75th year of independence we are celebrating our freedom but we only got our rights in 2014 by the nalsa judgment from there till here is big thing only the foundation has been laid down no we have to we have to build the structure we have to see to it that the coming generation is not begging if they don't have any jobs so now they are begging on the streets if they don't have any openings so they are selling their body the day things becomes out of choice that i have no one to judge but there should be lot of avenues open i never thought i as an indian i would ever be a respected indian of as a transgender woman but i am i am acharya mahamandleshwar we have our own akhada in the religion you know we have today we are doing the national awards tomorrow we will do something else i want to see is ips from my community i want to see doctors i want to see scientists from my community i want equal right of education for trans community I want people to be sensitized to understand what is trans. In 1981, Anand Grover, lawyer and legal activist for homosexuality and HIV, founded Lawyers Collective, a lawyers group that works in human rights and provides legal aid to the marginalized communities. Mr. Grover highlights how the role of transgenders has changed over time in the society. I never accept awards. But when Lakshmi ji asked me I said, from a community which has been marginalized for so long, and I, I want to tell you history about this. Please understand why we are celebrating this today. When the British came here, not the East India Company, but in 1857, when India lost its first independence war. and the british formally established their rule here through queen victoria 
they imposed laws in this country which actually hit not only the LGBTQI community, lesbian, transgender, gay, but mostly the transgender community. Before the British came, our culture was to actually have a plural society, not only in terms of religion. In the Mughal days, transgender people, which is a new word, why? हमारे कल्चर में संस्कृति में ट्रांसजेंडर का शब्द ही नहीं था और हु वी कॉल ट्रांसजेंडर टुडे एक्चुअली हेल्ड पोजीशंस ऑफ एस्टीम द चीफ एग्जीक्यूटिव ऑफिसर ऑफ द लास्ट मुगल बहादुर शाह जफर वाज अ ट्रांसजेंडर पर्सन नबू मलिक वी फॉरगॉट दैट एंड व्हेन द ब्रिटिश टीम दे नॉट ओनली इंपोज 377 आईपीसी व्हिच वी गॉट रिड ऑफ इन 2018 इन द नफ्ते जोहार केस But made transgender persons criminals from 1861 to 2018. The transgender community was the most hard hit from positions of esteem to penury that we see transgender people begging in India is because of the British rule, and most unfortunately. We accepted that as our culture in India after independence in 1947-51, and I can't go on for a long time. But I will tell you that when I took up the B77 case in 2001, you could not get a gay person, a homosexual person, to come out in the public. That was the state of affairs. So I'm very proud to see Lakshmi standing here proudly with all our transgender people. To say I am transgender. Ashok Rao Kavi is one of the pioneers when it comes to fighting for the rights of the LGBTQ community. He was one of the first gay men to come out in the open, and in April 1994, founded Ham Safar Trust to reach out to the LGBTQ communities in Mumbai and surrounding areas. Does he feel there is enough sensitization about the third gender, and what more needs to be done? Somehow I feel that after the Section 377 judgment, uh, suddenly we are looking at a blank wall, because uh, I had said it and I'd written about it the moment the judgment came, that the real work starts now, you know, and so many issues are there that are being fought, unfortunately, in the courts. They're not being fought in Parliament. They're not being fought uh, in everyday life, but they're being fought in in the courts. Like for example, uh, the bad. Uh, the uh, uh, medical education it has not been re- redone yes. to sensitize to gen- gender minorities who recognizes 26 genders yeah, so and there's nothing mentioned in the medical books i think they've done much better than us and and uh, i i hate admitting it but the nalsa judgment and the way the transgender communities took it forward is brilliant you know uh, on one side they were agitating on the other side they were uh, sort of trying to get in trying to uh, uh, mobilize sisters uh, uh, we must of course two three things must be uh, put straight away on the table they are the most visible of lgbt yeah and hence there was a lot of violence also against them mm. so the, the, they were fighting a battle on so many fronts mm. and on each front they have gone much further 
When we talk about sensitization, corporates also have a role to play, especially in creating jobs and new avenues of livelihood. Ravi Bhatnagar, Director External Affairs and Partnerships South Asia Record, won the Lifetime Achievement Award for organizational contributions at the National Transgender Awards. Mr. Bhatnagar has been working with the community for over two decades and talks about the trials and tribulations faced by the transgenders. There was a time, I remember, uh, two decades back when uh, being a transgender, like you were only seen two ways. One, one is giving blessings to the newborn kids and second is actually begging on the streets. There were, there were no other uh, you know, opportunities for the community. Then uh, there was a huge problem which came up on you know, legalization of uh, LGBTQI plus populations and you know, Article 377. There was a huge role which uh, some of the key people have played, uh, one, of, one of them being you know, Ashok Rao Kavi. And uh, uh, like, you know, there was a time when it was a taboo. No one used to speak about uh, the rights of the communities. Uh, people used to say like, okay, well, you know, like uh, they were seeing the, this whole transgender LGBTQI plus communities as the communities who are spreading the HIV. If you see the history of HIV also, you will find like it was called GRID before AIDS and GRID was gay related immunodeficiency rather than, you know, uh, acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. Uh, there's a huge change which has happened over the last two decades and uh, everyone has put its own efforts and I have been a very active member uh, in the whole journey of the transgender communities. From the times when the community CBOs were getting strengthened, identifying the champions, training them, investing in them, training them on the management skills and uh, formally starting the structures. I'm lucky enough, like, you know, uh, during my work, I'm able to actually nurture 100 plus community based organizations who work with the transgender communities and LGBTQI plus uh, as a broader in the broader domain. Apart from stigma, lack of social acceptance and economic opportunities, one of the most difficult issues for the trans community has been access to basic services like healthcare. Dr. Anmol Singh Rawat, public health specialist, and senior manager at Project ECHO takes us to some of the challenges. Access to care is a challenge. I mean, when we talk about it in India, it's a challenge for everyone. It's not only trans community. But the disparities are way higher when we talk about the trans community here. Especially when it comes to access to care about their well-being, mental health. I mean, it's a, it's a whole phenomenon, right? So uh, my larger focus towards community development would be is how we can build a system or an ecosystem where trans-identified individuals, hijras, anybody who's falling under the umbrella have the right kind of accessibility to mental health counseling, um, talking about sex reassignment surgeries. And on top of that, how can we change the culture of calling SRS a cosmetic surgery? Instead, we call them as medically necessary surgeries and important for the development of our society as well. Now, all of us need to see access and care as the one of, one of the important aspect of empowerment, empowering the transgender communities. Despite the challenges, there are some from the community who are leading by example. Zainab Patel is Director of Inclusion and Diversity at KPMG and also a member of the National Council for Transgender Persons. 
Ms. Patel talks about the resilience of the community and the need to tap their inherent potential to contribute to the society in a meaningful way. In a country with a billion plus people being enumerated at just around 500,000, you struggle with a minuscule tag. And that's what transgender realities has been for more than a couple of decades. I think what transgender people have been able to phenomenally achieve is to stand up, be counted and to self-empower themselves. Of course with support from the government at the central and the state level, but this is a battle of self-empowerment fought through their own sweat and blood, through legislations, through trials and tribulations and of course through litigation in the court. I think if I talk about my own personal story, having been brought up in a very small and modest family from Mumbai, struggling with education being dropped out of college and working up the way from the absolute pits of social society to leading an organization in terms of being in their executive team uh, being an hr director and charting a new course of equity within the organization it's been a really long struggle but i firmly believe that our community has been very strong and resilient it has withstood the mughal invasion the british conquest of india and ultimately through the 75 years of india's independence only shown how we can grow as a community and that is my message um, that trans people are here to stay and are you know makers of their own destiny like miss patel 45 year old abhina aher is also someone who fought a long hard battle to make a place for herself in a world that is antagonistic to those not conforming to the traditional notions of gender Ms. Ahir realized the gender dysphoria at an early age and at 27 transitioned from male to female. Having dealt with stigma, abuse and discrimination all her life, Ms. Ahir today is a technical expert with iTech India and has been fighting for the cause of transgenders and their human rights for 25 years now. Right now we're talking about civil rights. Uh, you know there are a lot, lot of transgender people are already raising children. I have raised a heterosexual child that person is right now 21 years of age and he still calls me a mother uh, so uh, we are talking about civil rights which include marriage uh, which includes adoptions and everything we are also talking about reservation and equity because especially for the people who are employed we don't get a job because the corporate policies and other related activities are not there so i think for reservation and equity um, we need to do a zero stigma so we need to have a bigger campaign i mean right now um you know i i i heard that right now there's a movie which has come on the transgender woman but we need a such a progressive movies to really change drastically the mindset of the people because policies don't change the mindset of people what change the mindset of people is people when they come together and they try to understand the community and create a difference if there are parents who has gender variant child lgbt child transgender child do not leave your child just make sure that you are the best guide of that child and and that child doesn't need to have any correction that child needs your love that's it that child will find its own way and journey and you will someday be very proud uh, of that uh, of having that child my mother is extremely proud of me and i would like to say the same thing to the parents who have the transgender children from livelihood healthcare to rights of marriage and adoption the quest for identity equality and justice has been a long and arduous one for the transgender community and the struggle is far from over that's it on the banega swast india podcast this week if you have comments queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future 
to write to us on bsi podcast at the rate ndtv.com remember bsi stands for banega swast india you can also connect with us on banega swast india handles on facebook twitter and instagram and continue the conversation through the week till next week this is ambika signing off stay healthy and stay safe